911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about learning how to be a man the hard way. And no, this is not just for men. And no, I'm not talking about learning how to be a man when you're, in fact, a woman. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint and I were watching a documentary on New York firefighters, and it was a really in-depth look into a little bit behind the scenes in terms of the camaraderie and just the lifestyle that is lived in the firehouse. And at the very end of this episode, this firefighter said something that it stuck out to me so much that I had to pick up my phone. When I record these podcasts, it usually comes from a list that I have on a notepad in my phone of topics to talk about. So I added it to my list. And what he said was that he learned everything that he needed to know about being a man in the kitchen of the firehouse. And mind you, throughout the episode, they're they're going through the nuances of, you know, preparing meals and having having that kind of family bond that exists within the unit of most firehouses. And he's also sharing the intimate details that take place. And I actually had this conversation with a friend who once worked as a firefighter and a police officer. So he's able to compare the difference. And what he shared with me was that that male camaraderie that exists in the firehouse, he believes, is quite a bit stronger than that working in a police department. And he went on to explain that it's a lot different when you're actually living 24 hours, sometimes longer, in this firehouse with a bunch of other men, sometimes women. And it's not quite the same when you're taking into consideration how the dynamics are with police officers and police departments. And that's not to discredit that that brotherhood still exists, that sisterhood still exists within police departments, but I definitely understood where he was coming from. And we were talking about how when you're a police officer or perhaps you work any other job that you're able to clock out and eventually go home for the day, and it's not this constant 24 hours, you know, single day, consistent type of dynamic, then you're able to also clock out from home when you go to work. And I'm sure this is the same for you. It's certainly applied for me where we compartmentalize our lives and we have work and we have home. And even within home, we can microdose it down a little bit. And we have things within our home, like our marriage and the relationship with our children. And within that also has, you know, difficulty, right? It's not easy living this life that we were given. And so, when you work in a firehouse, that doesn't necessarily exist in terms of being able to compartmentalize as much because when things come up, it's not like you get to handle it when you get home. A lot of the times you are at the fire station and those things that you need to handle need to be taken care of while you're there at work. And with that comes the topic of conversation, right? The the element that we would have otherwise had secluded and and held to ourselves becomes relevant. It becomes known. And maybe that means you have to take off somewhere really quick to go do a thing. Or maybe that means somebody comes to you. Um, Problems exist a lot more frequently when you are within an environment for 24 hours at a time. And the, the unexpected starts to reveal itself in ways that it doesn't necessarily exist otherwise in other professions where we do have you know, the ability to just clock out and go home. And 
it, it had me thinking about all of the, the programs and the things that I've been involved in. And I encourage you to sit and to think on this for a second with all of the things that you've been a part of, right? That doesn't just exist for you solely, but you being a member of a team, you being a member of a sport or a club or something that existed to where you you show up and you contribute to the the greater whole. And it's not just something that you show up and you do on your own. And for me, when I was younger, I had reconstructive knee surgery twice, and that put me out of school for two entire years. I was homeschooled. And I think when that happened, and this isn't something I realized until I started talking to my friend about this topic, but what happened for me was that I took on a lot of independence and I developed this sort of ego to where I could handle everything on my own. And I finished high school Two and a half years early, I could have just ditched out on high school. And so with that, I got a job and started working full time. And I was just so over it. And I started to have and develop this attitude of just being better than the environment that I existed in. And I found that it was because I didn't have anybody to really look up to. I know that there are brilliant teachers out there, and I mean no discredit in saying this, but when I went to high school, I had far more terrible teachers that were there for an environment that they could vent to, an environment that they could escape their own personal lives and and come to as a, a sort of retreat for themselves. And I didn't really gain the type of education that one would hope that they would gain, especially as we are talking about high school. And it wasn't until I started to you know, sign up for college courses while I was still in high school and I started to take on more responsibilities as an adult while I was still a teenager. And I started to see that there was this world out there that could teach me a lot more than what I was learning in this confined environment. And that ego that I had started to dwindle. It started to disappear when I realized that I'm not the best at everything anymore. I purposefully put myself into environments where I wasn't the smartest person in the room, where there were people that I could look up to and there were people that I could learn from their experiences on. And the same holds true with regards to this gentleman talking about everything that he learned. He learned in the kitchen of the firehouse. It's not necessarily the the discipline that takes place with learning how to cook and prepare a meal for your family, for the people that you care about that are, are in this unit. It's not necessarily learning how to have the discipline that's required to put on such a big meal, right? It's a giant meal that these firefighters have to cook for the firehouse. I don't know if you've ever experienced that or been a part of that, but it's also everything that takes place when you break bread together. And when you're sitting down one-on-one and there's no filter, there's no judgment, and you start to have that, that, that family camaraderie and that sense of knowing that it's okay for you to open up in that particular situation. And a lot of what this gentleman had shared, I believe, is what allowed him to cultivate and develop not only the brotherhood and the relationship that will last him his entire life, but also the backbone to be the man that he is today. And the same is to be true for any of the types of activities that we allow ourselves to experience, in particular, the ones that shaped us in our adolescence, I do believe. But I also think it's important for us to take stock of the things that we expose ourselves to as adults, because there are times where we do still have that chip on our shoulders. And I'll admit this for myself. I hope that you're able to as well, where we don't give ourselves permission to grow and to expand and to no longer be the smartest person in the room as we age and we get older. And especially for those of you that might have children, you start to understand that there are things about you that are unique and special. And they certainly are. And the experiences that you have 
set you apart in that way. However, I think that there also comes a time where we need to start to understand that we need to continue to grow. And in order to do that, we can only get so far on our own. And I'm saying that because I found that the best learning that I've ever had is the learning that takes place when I'm in a dynamic environment. Now, what does that mean? That means that I'm not in an environment that is something that's comfortable. I'm not in an environment with people that I'm used to or the same same stories that are being told over and over. And I know you know what I'm talking about, even the people that you work with, you might even hear those same stories told over and over. And I think when that happens and we start to feel like things are starting to be so repetitive in our lives, that can act as its own cue in and of itself for us to realize that we need to start doing something different. And that doesn't mean that we need to exclude that environment altogether. But what I believe that it means is we need to allow ourselves to also include other things that expand our horizons and that allow us to really grow and to prosper in ways that otherwise we would just become stagnant in. And I think that's the worst thing that we can do as adults, especially because the best thing for us is to be able to pour into ourselves so much that we're able to give so much more to other people. And I just recently had this conversation with somebody who feels an incredible sense of guilt pouring into themselves by taking time for themselves, by doing activities for themselves, by doing the things that they wouldn't otherwise do because you know, you you love your family or your kids more if you give to them instead, which just isn't true. And a lot of people might be defiant in that sense. And a lot of people might not get it until you get it. And I know that because I've been there before. I've been there as a child who ran herself to the ground just wanting to make sure that I take care of my folks, you know, especially when my mom got sick and before she died. I gave so much of myself away, so much so that I felt lost. And I got to this place where I just decided that this wasn't working for me anymore. And by hiring people outside of my sphere of my sphere of influence, by reaching out to people and starting to network and to learn new things and to to really engross myself in areas that I would have never even considered before, that's where I was able to grow the most and it's where I continue to be able to grow the most. So I hope for you as you go about your day to day that you're able to take some time for you and that you're able to schedule it in and do it on a consistent basis. And I hope that that thing that you've wanted to do for so long that you've you've not wanted to be selfish about doing that you decide to finally do it because you're so worth it. It is so important for us to make sure that we're continuing to do things like that that allow us to enjoy life, to expand more to give to ourselves and then to be able to give to the people that we care about the most. So I hope that you've gotten some value out of this episode. If you have, do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below and know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.